Alright, ready in Hamesh, Arba, Shalosh, Steim. She's back and her kids aren't sick as bad. It's not I'm finally out. My my son Ellis had a fever for six days. Six days of this sick poor kid. And then he had an ear infection and then he rolled into another virus. And of course, the baby got it. So it's like a three-year-old with a fever. We're on day three. He's finally coming out of it. And I think now he has an ear infection. It's a nightmare. They've been sleeping in my bed, of course, because they're sick. And last night I had feet in my face. Both boys were kicking my head all night. Uh, but I do. I have to admit that it is adorable because there are moments where I wake up in a, in a blind rage and then I look over and like your little children are sleeping and it's the fucking cutest thing in the world. It's like I wish I could just have all that cuteness and then still be able to sleep. Like, is there a world? Is there a world? Is this what the manager says? Is this what Ryan, our manager yeah, says? Yeah, that's the president. That's his, that's his catchphrase. In a world where. In a, in in a, a world. world. Oh, is that what Biden says? Is or it? this president? You mean no, 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 our president. Hall. YMH president. The only president that matters. The only president. Yeah. I know. Um, is there a world? Is there a world where I could parent two small children and be well rested? I wonder. <laughs> no. It's not kind of normal. Let's do some dates. And I have so much to get into. Do you see the spring in my step? Because I'm finally out of the doldrums here. I'm finally out. And like, I'm so stoked, you guys, because I had to take Sudafed last week. I'm down three pounds. Thank you, Sudafed diet. <laughs> and also depression, because I think that um, the, mun the mundanity, is that a mundacity? What's the word, Chad? Chad? Mundanity, mundacity, mundanity, mundaneness of my life. How do I say that? What were the options again? Well, I was thinking like, I want to say that the mundacity of my life, but that's not a word. The mundanity. I like that word, though. It sounds nice. Mundacity. <laughs> Malaise. Malaise, ennui. Oh, you're because you banged the French lady. You know these words. Mundanity. The mundanity. That's the word. I think the mundanity of my life for a minute there was like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't. Like, I can't just go from waking up, sick kid, sick kid, sick kid, come here, talk about, you know, pussy farts, go back, sick kid, sick kid, sick kid. <laughs> and like, I can't even <clears throat> I wasn't even getting the usual break of getting able to drink and watch Bridgerton or like, you know what I mean? Like the occasional drunk, which is what you need. You just need to drink. Uh, so I was getting really depressed there for a minute, but um, but we'll we'll get into that in in, in a minute. <laughs> okay, uh, let me do some dates. Sorry, I, I I interrupted myself. I'm gonna do the Borgata. I'm so stoked about this. Atlantic City, New Jersey, June fourth, June fifth, Boston. Massive, huge tits at the Wilbur. Get out of town on that. Washington Dick come at the DC Improv, July 14th, 15th, 16th. Manfred Disco, July 29th and 30th. And then one night only in Meat Rattle, Seattle, Washington, as they say. Cleveland at Hilarities. Minneapolis Tits, Gashville, Tennessee. ChristinaPOnline.com for all your needs. You know, and my special is out May 8th. It's already out. And uh, um, I'm just, I got another thing I'm not allowed to talk about. But it's very exciting. A lot of stuff happened in you guys. Anyway, back to my doldrums. Uh, so, so, so I was getting fucking dark. You know, I was like, oh, can't I can't. And plus, my husband's always gone. So, like, I'm I'm basically alone with these two sick kids for a week. I want to blow my brains out. But like three or four months ago, I agreed to go to our school's fundraiser, which was '80s themed, and. I promised. I promised. And you know when you have kids, you can't promise anything to anybody ever because the minute you make a commitment is when your kids get sick or the dog vomits and you got to take the dog to the vet 
whatever, myriad of things that go wrong. So I was like, I'm going to this. I'm going to this. And I brought, I bought my dress months ago. I'm ready, bros. And yeah, of, of course, you know, Ellis is everybody's sick. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm leaving. And I had fun for three magical hours. I was a human being and I watched the sunset alone and I got ripped, just drunk. And I, I met a YMH fan, uh, shout out to the bartender. And he's like, he's like, are you Christina P? I was like, yep. He's like, I can't believe you're here. <laughs> Why are you here? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm person. I've got two kids that go to this nice school. I gotta, I gotta pretend like I'm a decent mom. Um, but it, I have to recommend it. So if any of you listening, if you're listening to this and you're in the same boat of just like mundat mundanity of the day to dayness. I, it really, it, it was like an epiphany as I was sitting there drunk uh, at 6 p.m. watching the sunset around 8. I was like, you know what? This is the secret to all of this is getting away for a few hours and getting hammered. And then, um, yeah, and then I came back home and, you know, the baby got a fever. But that was cool. For like a few hours, I got to be a person and that was special. So I highly recommend um, getting away from those terrorists for a minute, those emotional terrorists and uh, getting getting ripped. So, okay, lots to, God damn it, so much to get into. You know, first and foremost in the YMH world, I know you've all been riveted by what happened to me uh, a while back. I was stuck in an elevator. I was, I was getting my chompers clean. Look at these fucking teeth, huh? And I don't want to spoil the whole dental update. You know, that's reserved for YMH. That's a hot topic, but there is news. It's very upsetting. It's upsetting and it's disappointing, but it's not my fault. Uh, so I get in the elevator and I'm like, oh, I'm finally away from my kids. My nanny came back, you know, and I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get coffee. I'm going to go sit at this restaurant where nobody bothers me. I'm going to write. I'm going to think my own thoughts. I'm going to listen to music. I'm going to zone out. And of course, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm on the elevator and I hear this like, boom, boom. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? And there was a storm. And then all of a sudden, um, I noticed that the elevator is not moving. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, I pushed the button. No, no. Uh, so I did what any normal person would do. And I, um, I started Instagram Live. Because I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be stuck in an elevator, I'm going to do it with 2,000 plus people I don't, I just know on the internet. And we're going to get through this together. So... I, I swear to God, I died because I was like, I'm not I know I'm not going to die in this elevator today. Like, that's not how I'm going to go. I know that. Yeah, we were all right? watching you in here simultaneously. <laughs> we had you like echoing throughout the entire facility. We're like, have I you seen it. Christina stuck in an elevator? What the how, fuck, dude? <laughs> how did the news come down? I mean, tell me everything. Uh, I mean, I came in uh, late as usual. And Zolo, uh, Zolo told me, I think Prez told you. President sent out a slack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. It was, a, it was a company memo. <laughs> oh, wow. So it was like CNN, like breaking news. Breaking news. CP stuck in an elevator. Yeah. Hop on the live. Yeah. And, so, it, was, and it was a fun experience experience it was, it was hilarious riveting. watching you in there yeah. yeah well that's what i figured i go you know most of the time these fools on the lives and on tiktok i know they do boring things like battle each other like a popularity contest that's goddamn boring yeah, i thought to existence myself existence battles yeah that is so stupid it's the lamest thing like like me like me like me i was like this is silly like oh man i'm getting more taps than you yeah. oh come on brothers like the fuck what is this what is uh, what are it, we doing it's so bizarre it's like just a popularity contest which which is yep. fine so i thought who wouldn't want to see a lady stuck in an elevator for the 40 minutes or so that it it went down so of course my first thought was like how long will i be in here and why didn't I pee before I got in the elevator? I knew I had to. You know when you're like, I got to pee, but I'm going to go to this next place. I'll just pee at the next place. Always pee where you are. <laughs> if that's the takeaway, the big lesson is always piss where you're at. So, so I fucking, so the door, nothing's moving, uh, but I call the help. because so there's a help button, right? So I push the help button. And of course, I'm in the South. So zero sense of urgency ever point fucking ever. So it's like uh, uh, beep. Hello. <laughs> um, hi, I'm stuck in an elevator. 
Okay, which one are you stuck in? I tell them the location. Okay, now, this is my favorite. Have you tried pressing the door open button? I'm like, yeah, you dumb bitch. Like 20 times. Why do you think I'm calling you? Of course I tried hitting it. Okay, well, that didn't work. Try pushing all the numbers in order. One, two, three, five. Like, yeah, I know what in the in the order means. So I'm like, this is not, this is stupid. So here we go. One, two, three. No, it's not. Is it responding? No. Okay, well, I'm going to call dispatch. I'm going to call the maintenance man. He should be, yeah. I go, well, what's his ETA? Because <laughs> I'm trapped in hell up here. Well, hold on, man. I'm going to call. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can just fucking, I can hear the glacial pace at which this is moving, right? So then the maintenance guy finally calls me. And then he's like, I'm going to go and dispatch my man. I'm like, He's telling me that he's going to dispatch the other maintenance guy. I'm like, aren't you the fucking guy that I've been waiting for? What do you mean? There's another guy. So finally, I I just I think to myself, I'm just going to call the dentist office that I was just at because they will have a sense of urgency to get their fucking client out of the elevator. Right. Like maybe there's some sense of liability here. So I call the dentist and I was like, yo. Ah, I'm stuck in your elevator, bro. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my like she's panicked. And I'm not I'm not because I'm just like, I know I'm not going to die here. It it is startling. Don't get me wrong. I was like, what the fuck? I'm in this elevator. But anyway, so she she waits whatever a a minute, a million years to. And then finally, they're they knock on the elevator door or they're, they're she's yelling at me. And she's like, well, we normally don't we don't pry open the doors anymore. But would you like me to call the fire department to have them do that? I was like, yes. Would you like me? Yes, what motherfucker. Of course. Of no, I'm good. I'm chilling. I'll wait till the power comes back on. No worries. What the fuck? Yeah, you stupid bitch. Of course I want you to pry me out. What was the other option? What was she to, thinking? To wait for the maintenance guy to call the other maintenance guy for that guy to show up. And I was like, bros, if you if there's a solution that can be happening now, let's do that. Like... So anyway, we have some footage of me. For those of you who missed my Instagram live, it is also on my profile. I took it off the profile grid because uh, yeah, I was like, I don't want to, you know, whatever. But which clips do we have? Oh, this is the beginning? I have you. I, I cut together a little <laughs> thing of you trying to pry the door oh, open okay, with so, a toothbrush. So let me set this up. So, you know, when you go to the dentist and they give you the freebie toothbrush. So I was sitting there and I thought, well, if. If the firefighter is going to pry the door open, maybe I can try doing it myself. So this is my attempt at prying open the doors myself. Go ahead. Pry the door. Okay, you want to try it? I've seen that before in movies, right? Because if I'm stuck in between floors, then I can pry the door. (laughs) Here's where road rules comes in, you guys. Look at me. I didn't even take the toothbrush out. It did work, so I got... Okay, I've got a toothbrush. <laughs> cool. Nope, that's not working. Holy shit. Picked up. You're gonna hurt oh. you. No, I need like a crowbar. I did crowbar hurt myself. Shit open. I'm such an idiot. Why did I think oh, a toothbrush would hold? Oh, 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 it's budging. Here it's I go. Budging. So I did open a little bit. I tried to get my Something toe. Else. I did get my hand in. Okay, it's budging. But let's see, I can see light. I don't think I ever left the second floor. But it has like a oh, lock, right? I'm like like you can't get it past a certain point. I yeah, so, left so can you pause it for a second? I made it down. So I couldn't tell, because I, I was only on the second floor and I had to go down to the first floor. So I was like, did I go down to the first floor? Am I in between the floors? My thinking was if I could just pry the doors open, I could climb up or down, it'd be fine. So I actually did it. The The toothbrush worked for a minute. I pried it and I got about an inch open. And that's when I, you see, I, like, I try to put my foot in there because the boot that I was wearing could probably hold it open and mm-hmm. then I could keep prying. But then, yeah, there was some kind of a reflex on there where it like, it slammed right shut. And then my fingers got stuck in there. Oh, shit. I don't know if you can tell. I think I was like, oh, like I got panicked for a minute. 
Uh, uh-uh, I didn't see that. But yeah. Holy shit, that's terrifying. Yeah, it was cool. Because then I'd have my finger stuck in the elevator door as well. Um, so that didn't work. And then I decided to do a fashion show because I was um, wearing um, this rain jacket. I tried on the rain jacket. And then we called the fire department that we finally decided. What other clips do I have here, Zoli? I have them. Re- I mean, I have the whole thing. If oh, there's other stuff you want, but I also have them rest. Show my fashion show because I do want to. <laughs> I'm so curious. I'm not, you know, when you buy something and you're like, this is going to a good idea. Now, this jacket, I'm not. Oh, it's on. It's not. It's off the profile grid. It's like in my vids. Yeah. So I decided to give the people a fashion show. Um, oh, that's later. That's after fashion. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So you guys. Guys, and you tell me. I have a feeling about this jacket, and I'm not sure. Is this jacket? <laughs> is it good or Losing not? My mind. Is it? Do I look like? Here we go. There's two looks. Here's two looks. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, I still don't know if I should. Fucking bad. Okay, ready? Now, I love it on the one hand because it's all fashion, right? But then, <laughs> is your phone slipping? Kind of yeah. Like, what am I doing in an elevator? <laughs> Do I look like McGruff the crime dog? Do I look like I'm fighting crime? I mean, it is pretty rad. But do I look like I'm taking a bite out of crime? Yeah, that's what I was worried about. Okay. Yes to the jacket. So there we go. Very so guys, pretty. you let okay, me know. Is- am I fighting crime, or is it good? I think that's a keeper. It's, it's a keeper. Yeah. yeah. It's it's Burberry. I dig it. You dig I mean, it? I, I'd say yes to both. Yes, it looks dope. And yes, you look like Carmen Sandiego in the yeah. flesh. Yeah. Oh, Carmen Sandiego. It. Yes. Yes, sir. I went older school on my my uh, reference there. We went McGruff. Uh, or Nancy Drew. I got Nancy Drew as well. That's a good one. Um. So, yeah. So then I finally. So so I, I was like, yeah, call the fire department. I don't want to be stuck in an elevator. I have a life to get to. Please. Um, and then just as I had resigned to waiting, here comes my rescuer. Here you go, guys. Here he is. By the way, by the way, before we play this clip, see, I've always believed this, that if you're in the face of tragedy, you should always look good. And my mother told me this. Always have your lipstick on in bad situations. So, so I knew the fire department was coming. Somebody was coming for me. And so I brushed my hair and I put on makeup because you never know. And you did it on the live. And I did it on the live. So you can see me. And you kept being like, these firefighters are going to be super hot. Let me so let hot. me look good for them. So They're going to be so hot. Oh, God. They're so hot. I, I, let me tell you, I, I've called the fire department, I think, two times in my life. They're always so fucking good looking. So I didn't want to disappoint them, you know. Okay, so here I am. This is the rescue, you guys. I hear something. I hear something. Guys. I hear them. I think they're here. I hear it. They're prying me open. Took the glasses off. I didn't didn't want them to see me like that in my reading glasses. (laughs) There it is. There he is. It's so tough. (laughs) Maybe I should stand up. I'm getting rescued. Oh, yay. There he is. Hi. Look at him. Mason, your name's Mason. Yes. Nice to meet you. He's cute. He's cute. I See? Hi. Oh, my God. He was adorable. Yeah, you bet. Holy shit. There he goes. Oh so there's gosh, Mason. And Sorry, everybody. Instagram live. <laughs> I, I just thought I was born. Hi. Thank you so much. Okay. You, you can you can stop playing this. So um, uh, everybody was like, he's, Mason's hot. What's his Instagram? And his Instagram, I won't give it out, but it was pretty funny. Uh, you can watch the full video. It's on at the Christina P. If you want to watch a woman um, stuck in an elevator for 40 minutes. And someone wrote that that's a genre of porn. I didn't realize that. It sure is. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Stuck porn? Stuck I porn. Understand. I mean, it's the same thing. You ever seen the, you know, the girl gets in the washing machine? Oh, I don't know how to get out. My <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, come on. Is the pizza guy still a genre? I, I remember the pizza <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, that's still valid. That's still valid. I didn't know there was a girl stuck in a washing machine. There's girls stuck everywhere. You get stuck under the bed. I mean, girls just be clumsy, you know? Girls be stupid. And we all, you know, the big brother always likes to help out. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. They're you all vic- get a little bit dumb first. They're but. like Victoria's Secret models. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. I was waiting for you to, like, play with him a little bit when, when he uh, opened the doors. You'd be like, oh, I can't get out. I, it's, 
I'm scared. I don't know if I can step outside. Help. Can you lift me up? No. I need help. <laughs> Poor Mason. He had, I mean, the audacity of me to put him on the internet. I, I felt like a dick. Like, hi. Do you think he had any idea who you are? No. Not he was a like, normal. Just a lady on Instagram. Just some fucking stupid lady on Instagram. He, you know what's so funny is whenever I meet a mommy in public, um, oh, like the bartender at the event, he, I, uh, he, he's like, can I take a picture with you? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, don't tell, I had to go, just don't tell anybody what school my kids go to. And he's like, oh, don't worry. None of my friends listen to your show. <laughs> I hear that a lot about YMH Studios. <laughs> it's always like this badge of shame. If you're really into your mom's house or any YMH studio affiliated show. So I thought that was really cute. It's like it's like a deep secret if you're into this. It's like listening to conservative podcasts. You know, you kind of, do you like Jordan Peterson? Shh, I do. Yeah, of course. In hushed tones. Uh, so that was my day yesterday. That was pretty, pretty amazing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Zing. I, I haven't been stuck. Have you guys ever been stuck in an elevator? I have. You have? Yeah. Wow. In Chicago, it was on the 11th floor. Oh, and it, my like, God. And the elevator shook and then stopped. And uh, yeah, it was, it was That's scary. scary. And I was actually, I was with somebody that I didn't want to be with. So I was thinking <sighs> like, oh man, I'm about to be caught dead with someone I wouldn't be caught dead with. Yeah, who wasn't ex lover? It was it was a, a it was a date that I just wasn't oh. into. And the fire fire department came, and I was just like embarrassed. And then you, <laughs> you fucking pushed her out. You you're, you're like kicked me, her out. You're like her and I. We're, I we're not. Just she was so. like clinging on to me because she was super scared, and I was uh, like, I don't I don't know her. What was wrong with her? She just uh, <laughs> that's so mean. You're like, Ugh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> What was wrong with her? As she, was it your first date? Yeah, it was, and it was just a bad date. And she, like she a jerk. She, I think she had misrepresented herself a little <gasps> bit. <so>. Ugly. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna Dog say that. Dog pound. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was also she was like a very sloppy uh, drunk. So it was, uh, it was just like an embarrassing date, you know. And as I was, we were both leaving uh, the eleven floors. Like fuck, I'm stuck on this. Uh, yeah. There's nothing worse than a, a sloppy drunk girl. It's just so gross. Such a gross. You know, that was the one saving grace of my elevator thing is that I was stuck alone. I was like, thank Jesus. I don't have to talk to some stranger in here like uh, some fucking scaredy cat or just making chit chat. You know, oh, God. Oh, God. Huh? You think we'll get rescued soon? Yeah, I think we'll get rescued soon. Like, shut up. Oh, that's like a good would you rather. Like, would you uh, rather be stuck in an elevator for a long time or just have to chit chat with some fucking boring uh, Texan for an hour? Uh, alone, always. Yeah. <laughs> always, right? Chit chat. I, I, I have a, oh my God, I was chit chatting at the fundraiser with like this lovely people, lovely couple. I really like them. I really like these people. And I had eaten just a garbage dump before this thing. I, it was like a hot dog, tacos, garlic, you name it. And I was drinking champagne and I was talking to this woman and I felt a burp come. And I, I was kind enough to like, I turned my head, <laughs> but I literally was like, yeah, no, that's, that, yes, we love the school. And then I burped and like blew it behind my shoulder. And she was like, um, <laughs> did you just rip one and then blow it? I was like, mm. I know she wanted to ask, but we didn't know each other that well, you know? She but just pretend like she didn't see it. She had to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm wondering, like, what's what's way worse? Like, should I have just, I, you know, it's better to blow the burp over your shoulder, right? Than to just rip one in someone's face. I mean, it's it's better, but it's still like I mean the thing about blowing it is there's still remnants. 
they're still you turn back there's still a little bit that comes out and then they're still like did you just fucking burp my face like <laughs> is it, do you think you fucking you could disrespect I me like this felt so bad and i'm friends with her husband so i wanted to text the husband and be like listen first of all i'm sorry i burped in your wife's face she's a very nice lady i apologize he's like we noticed that we noticed that y'all d- turned your shoulder and burp he, he, i threw a burp over my shoulder <laughs> throw a burp over your shoulder all right let's do some follow-ups oh we have voicemails all right all right oh ow my arm watching your mom's house while i'm working heard about drinking bloody mary mix my name's brenda from your belinda and i totally just used to drink the bloody mary mix without the vodka craved it when i was pregnant now, of course, I put the vodka back in because I'm not pregnant. Also, one of my daughters just drinks pomegranate juice, and I just drink club soda or tonic yeah, water. That's not, uh, of tonic course, sometimes water. I put the vodka with it, but there are times where I just drink the tonic water or the club soda. Oh, Thanks, mommy. Disgusting. Have a great day. You're you dis- bet I'm coming up in May. You're disgusting and immoral and a degenerate, and you should be publicly shamed and executed. Here's the following. You may drink alone without alcohol. Club soda? Yes. Perrier? Absolutely. Europeans do it all the time. Great. Uh, pomegranate juice? That's not freakish to drink without alcohol. Not at all. No, that, they, they market that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Bloody Mary mix? Disgusting, which I'm we learned. Yeah, Zolo. Do you, you were the one that was drinking it. Well, I, I would always drink it as a kid, and then my Pajitsky effect was the reason they have that is for people to make actual Bloody Marys. Normal <laughs> people don't drink that. Normal people don't drink that. Yeah. I still like it, though, but now I'm too embarrassed to ever order it again. <laughs> you should be. You should be. You should be. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm trying to think if there's anything else disgusting that I drink on my own. I love club soda. I drink a, I drink Topo Chico an awful lot, but you know, that's bad. That's it. normal. That's normal. That's meant to be drank yeah. alone. Drunk, drunken, drunken. Yeah. All right, what other follow-ups do we have? Very important hot topics. Thank you for these. Hey there, mommy and booth boys. This is Matt. Um, I'm listening to this week's episode about uh, fat shaming and French cooking, and I'm going to tell you that fat shaming absolutely works. A couple of years ago, my wife and two teenagers went to Paris, and they're teenagers. They eat a lot. Um, and so when they didn't finish their meal, we asked them for a doggy bag, no. and they looked at us in absolute disgust. Yeah. Um, my wife and I had been trying to get on a diet at that point, and uh, that was the little kick in the pants that we needed, and we each lost 50 pounds a piece after that. So fat shaming definitely works. Uh, keep them tight and tight, and touch my belly through the fence. Touch my belly through the fence. Yeah, so a doggy bag in Europe, it's unheard of. Um, when I, you know, I learned this when I would go back to Hungary with my parents, like, you don't take home restaurant food. That is just foul. They're like, well, are you so poor? Are you like, Anna Delvi, are you poor? That you need to take home the meal for later? Like, it's literally, it's seen as like, you're just the poorest of disgusting beggar that you would take home restaurant food. Uh, fat shaming definitely works. I love this. I think we should get back to that. Get back to fat shaming. Yeah. Fat shaming and and I also say leftover shaming. Leftover shaming is why. What 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 do we need leftovers for? What do you need it for? No. To eat. Well, I'm a fan of leftovers. Nah. Ugh. This could be a debate. Nah, man. Ugh. Here's the thing, man. Here's the deal, man. Ugh. Every time I go to a restaurant and Push. I have a great meal. I get home and I'm like, you know, it would be nice to have more of that right now. Why? And you just had it. I, I'm hungry more again it. and it was great. Because you're 21 years old and that metabolism okay. will not last forever. Or the next day. No. Well, the next day you're like, hey, that was the best fucking meal ever. Too bad I threw away the other half of it that I could be <laughs> eating right now. Or you could Buy just another one. order another one. Yeah, it's $12. Yeah, or, or if you like get drunk at night and you're like, oh, I'm glad there's some that, leftover that's what food here. Is. Yeah. Drunk nice. is different. Drunk eating is different than eating. Yeah, you got to plan for that. 
Yeah, drunk eating is, or not, which is the best meals when you're just like, I can eat ice cream and <laughs> cabbage and toast and hot dog buns and a milkshake. Like, I love drunk eating. Um, I don't know. I, I my, my problem is I've worked in restaurants, and so I know how old food is before it's served to you already. So the thought of, like, taking it home, refrigerating it, and then reheating it is just, it's so gross. Have you worked in a restaurant? And seen, yeah. No. My parents owned a restaurant, so yeah. That worked in one. Say, say. Gross. 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 Yeah. Okay, next follow-up. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Jeans. I'm just listening to episode 141, um, uh, and you guys are talking about, like, plus-size models, my all that shit. Um, well, I don't know if you've seen, but for, like, regular fit girls, there's now a hashtag on Instagram, and they call it midsize, like midsize styling, midsize whatever. And I think it's for like the like eight to like ten, twelve like size range or whatever. But I don't want to be compared to a fucking sedan. Like I know hashtag midsize. Like what? I don't know. It's getting a little out of hand with this like fixed up all inclusivity. Like, all right, they seem fine. Yeah, I think what's getting out of hand, actually, is the labeling, the incessant need to label and uh, categorize ad nauseum. I am, what, what were you saying before we were, a BIPOC? What were we talking about, Chad, your world in, when you were in academia? Uh, yeah, BIPOC, Black Indigenous People of Color. Black? Hold on, let me let me think of it. Black? and You're Black, you're and Indigenous. I think meaning, it's and or. Indigenous. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like LGBTQ. It's like all of them combined into one term. Well, now wouldn't you be offended if you were an L, a G, a B, a T, or a Q, or a, like why are you lumping me in with all these other folks too? Isn't that offensive? Uh, I believe I would imagine it's because they are all oppressed and you know oh. part of a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Oh. So women. Maybe from now on, we can't just be called women. We should be called persons with a vagina and women. So, persons with uh, PWAV and Ws. I mean, this is nonsense. Whatever. Utero people? Utero. Oh, okay. People having uterus. You, you got to be POF. That's a uh, people per of femininity. People. Oh. I'm not, I mean, I know these are jokes, but that's this isn't too far off. No. From the they use these terms. They yeah. use person with a vagina. Like, that's a thing people say speaking oh, right. of i'm de de designing a line of onesies for your babies um i'm telling baby onesies coming out persons uh, i'm a person with a, a vagina and a person with a penis baby onesies coming out soon uh yeah it's no it's it's horseradish it's horse not horse nuts guys this is this is out of control nutty other level yeah, so Chad, in the in the academic world this is where this stuff comes from and then it trickles into society no yeah, that seems to be the case. Uh, yeah. I remember, you know, I was out of school for like six years before I went back to grad school. And when I went back, I was like, oh, things are markedly different than they were before. And I would tell people outside of school, like, this is what is kind of happening. And they'd be like, ah, that's just that's just universities. It's not going to that's not going to happen in the real world. They're going to be like checked once they get out into the real world. And then those people graduate. And then they become the real world and set like the standard for our cultural morals. And it's kind of gotten out of hand, I think. It's gotten out of hand. Yeah. It's gotten out of hand. That's wild, man. That's wild. I think, I think older people need to push back and be like, nah, fuck your safe space. Yeah. Fuck you. Schools used to be like, I went back because I wanted to be challenged on my ideas and morals. And it yeah. seems like that's no longer no. the case. It's no. more like we've got to, you know, say the right thing and think the right thing and I'm not really down with it anymore. Scary times, guys. Right. Scary times. Fucking A. Well, that's, you know, I, I can't. I can't. I get so fucking fired up when I even think about these this nonsense that happens. I think okay. we need a safe space in this office, though. For for what? For Zolo. What is wrong with Zoli? He has to, he watches all those uh, sensitive triggering videos <laughs> all day long. Well, he, he genuinely needs a safe space. <laughs> right. That's the only allowable one is for him. Pure thing. Pure thing. Did you hear that? Uh, here's another follow-up. Morning, Mommy. It's a beautiful day here in Oklahoma. Is it nice in Texas? Thank you for asking about the weather. 
I hope you're having a great day and I hope you have a good weekend and a nice week after that. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're making chit chat right now. <laughs> Currently in my vehicle waiting for a tow off of this flat ass tire and suddenly struck with a tremendous urge to piss. Mm. My focus shifted from the probable expensive damage to my car to how the fuck am I going to hold my weakened bladder? Oh, my weakened mom bladder for two hours. Luckily, there was an empty disposable cup and an unneeded newspaper in my passenger seat. Voila, I may be a hoarder, but I'm also a goddamn money mommy MacGyver. All I could think of was your story about pissing in Tim's Malibu. And it helped me see the funny side of this shitty or rather pissy situation. Thanks for all the mommy material to help me through this uh, fucked up shit called life. You got it. You got it. Just call me sir. Love you, jeans. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, I don't think we've aired this yet on your mom's house. My my I have another story about uh, urinating um, in a vehicle. So there you go. What, what are you gonna do? You can't hold it. They can't expect me to hold my my pish. Okay. Um, well, let's do. We'll save these for another time. Do we have another voicemail follow up? We do. We have one from our old Texan friend. You remember oh, him? Yeah. Is it Jack? I. Is that his name? I think it's Tom. Okay, mm -hmm. let's hear. If it's the Texan I'm thinking of, it's Jack. Jack. Hey, Trenlos. Um, this is Tom. Oh, Tom. Oh. Some information on the, uh, That's not the whole thick women preference thing. Yeah. Um, I know in the 1800s and early 1900s, <laughs> um, in people with wealth, if you were skinny, you were considered sickly because you couldn't mm. afford to be thick, and thick was preferential because uh, before the uh, discovery of penicillin, um, if you had some extra meat on you, you were more likely to survive a prolonged illness. So if someone was like skinny, they were looked at as sickly. Um, the other thing that was very prominent uh, through that period among the wealthy was uh uh, being pale, very white mm -hmm. skin, because uh, people that had to work outside or be outside had tan skin. So if you were very pale, that was preferable. It was a thing of status because you could afford to not. Yes. Be um, anyway, hope you're keeping them high and tight and have a good day. Thank you, bye -bye. Tom. Yes, you're right. Back in the 1800s, the 1900s. Very interesting how it's linked to the socioeconomic, uh, right? The economic dictates the social. Uh, basically, they didn't have penicillin. So if you were a thick bitch, you lived. And if you were a skinny bitch, you didn't live. Very good. Very good. Well, we have penicillin now and many other drugs. And um, fatties, fatties go away, right? Is that what we're saying? Fat chicks aren't hot anymore. And also, number two... Very interesting about the leisure classes. Um, I remember reading about this. Wasn't it Mox, Max Weber? Mox Weber? I think you should know that, Chad, right? Mox Weber talked about the leisure class and how that is a sign of being in the leisure class if you were pale because it meant, like Tom said, that you did not have to work outside. And that was the, I don't know if the genesis of the idea that pale skin was whatever superior to but definitely uh that makes um that makes sense i'm trying to think so max Weber also thought that technology would afford us a lot more of that leisure time and uh boy that sure went wrong <laughs> did not happen <laughs> cool uh all right let's do some i don't know let's do what would christina p do's maybe i'm feeling a little that Let's see. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P. do? Hey, Mommy. Uh, Jacqueline here from Akron, Ohio. I should preface and say I am approaching 30. I have a lot of friends that are trying to have children. Um, it's very weird to me uh, to see friends that I grew up with having kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm not ready for that, and... Uh, my fiance is not ready for that either. But how did you handle that point when friends are having kids and you're trying to navigate your own life? And uh, how do you kind of digest that information and support them without being like, oh, my God, you're pregnant? Should we get an abortion kind of <laughs> idea? Just 
curious on how to navigate that as a 30-year-old in Ohio. Thanks. So she's asking how to deal with it on a social level. like Yeah, I kind of don't understand. It sounds like she's surprised people are having kids at almost 30. I don't know why you'd be surprised by that anymore. Well, I, I think it's kind of both. I think it's social and also her own kind of feelings of like not having kids. Right? Yeah, I mean, look, I I remember in L.A. very few people having kids before 30. That's that is cultural. It's culturally relative. Uh, but in Ohio, yeah, 30, you may as well be right retired. That's like so old to have kids. Listen, I'm going to tell you my thoughts on. I don't even know if I've said this out loud on the external world versus the internal world. Um, and I got to tell you, man, the older I get and the more uh, together, the more I get my head right, the more I fucking reject when people tell me things like, well, you know, society says that I should do X, Y, and Z. Society says that women should be skinny or whatever the thing is. Society says I should have kids. My culture says I should, I should. Um, do they really? Or is this a lot of what you're imposing on yourself? Because I, like, over the years, I often ask myself, it, it, are people really imposing this norm on me or am I self-imposing this thing, right? So when I see these articles of, like, this and this is oppressing me or that and that is the status quo. It's like, is it? I don't know. So I've chosen pretty much to ignore what the status quo is for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so, more than that. And I'm a lot happier. So I don't know what society says because society is so fucked and so stupid. Listen to what Tom said, the man that just called in. In the 1800s, 1900s, thicker women were in style. Now they're not in style. Everything changes every few years, every few minutes, every few months. Who cares what the outside world says? You live your life because you don't, it's not long. It goes real fast, believe it or not. So fuck what you heard. Fuck what anybody says. You're done. You don't, don't even listen. I never even listen. When I hear people complain, oh, society, I go, no, 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 no. Nine times out of 10, it isn't society. It's you telling yourself that you think you should do X, Y, and Z. So fuck them. There you go. I think it gets trickier when there's uh when it's like your family and friends around in your immediate surroundings. Like in small town Nebraska, I think there's more oh. pressure. Oh, but are they saying things to you? Are they actually being like, when are you gonna have a baby? Yeah, I mean that does happen. Yeah. Oh well, then move. Get the fuck out of Nebraska. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Get a new family. Get a new family. They sound lame. <laughs> well, that's a different that's a different issue altogether. If they're really truly pressuring you, I mean, not my family, by the way, just to be clear. But that exists. I don't know. I've always believed in finding your tribe. Then get the fuck out of there. If you don't want to have kids at 20, I mean, you don't live in Nebraska anymore. No, there's a reason I left. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So if you're not part of, go, go, as Oprah Winfrey used to say, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Get the fuck out of there. Go live in California where nobody will ask you that question ever. No one cares. No one really cares. And by the way, when people are asking you this question, when are you going to have babies? When are you going to, first of all, it's so rude to ask somebody that, like, they they know they're being dicks, and if they don't, they're probably projecting some weird thing onto you. It has nothing to do with you. They're, they they want you to join their club, the misery club. It ain't easy having kids, and I wouldn't, I, I don't pressure anybody. <laughs> don't do it, God, unless you really want to, my goodness. So I'd tell them to shut the fuck up, mind their own business. I'd be like, when are you going to get your tubes tied, bitch? How many kids are you going to have? When are you going to lose that baby weight? Ask them the same questions, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, huh, that's tough. I, I guess because I have such low regard for family meddling. I'm like, it's none of your fucking business. Any, does anyone ask you when are you getting married and all that? Uh, no, but I mean, it'd be a real easy, I, I wouldn't have any sort of like internal battle with that. I'd just be like, uh, no, I'm not like, it's, right. I have that's, no interest. Yeah. The they, they'd be like, well, what do you mean? I mean, but children, 
They're beautiful, but yeah, that's cool. That, that's for you though. Like, not in my world, man. I, yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's the key, you know, being unapologetically yeah, yourself. And, I, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I watched my father do it with homeless people in San Francisco. He was so, it's so funny. I remember being like 19 or 20 and we were walking through the city and the, this homeless guy was begging for money. <laughs> and my dad just goes, come on, please, please, please. He said the word, please, like, get the fuck out of here with this. And the dismissiveness of that, it was like such a genuine, like everybody wants to say that, right? Like in your heart, you want to come on, please get the fuck out of here with this. You know, like I give money to homeless people sometimes, not all the time, but you do in your heart want to just be like, fuck off. You know, <laughs> the fact that he said it out loud is horrifying <laughs> and socially inept, obviously not cool, but admirable. Right. And I've watched my father over the years be way socially unacceptable or socially uncouth. I mean, I've watched this fool like straight up, like we've had Christmas dinner and he's like, I'm done. And he'll just get up and go sleep in the next room. You're like, wow, that's fucking bold. Like he just, he'll be like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to do this thing. I'm out of here. Now there's a, probably a nicer way to do it than the way my dad does it. It's a little, a little bit different just because, well, no, I guess technically the homeless dude is approaching you. It's well, kinda, there's a nicer yeah. way to do it. I'm saying that there is definitely a more, um, a cooler way of just being like, no, thank you. It's the bar, ugh, Bartleby, that, 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 the, the, I'd prefer not to, I'd prefer not to, I'd prefer not to. And you just say, no, thank you. But nicely, you don't have to be a dick about it. No. Yeah. Kinda, but but what about, me. but what about the 50th time though? You know, because they're gonna ask you again tomorrow. They always if they sit do. on your street. You gonna hear? You gonna see that dude tomorrow, <laughs> homie? <laughs> that ain't just a one-time thing. <laughs> if it was a one-time, I, I get it. Please, <laughs> I totally get it. You gotta embarrass them for asking. <laughs> they're never gonna ask again. That's true. I what you know what? I used to have a stock answer for my mother-in-law. That's another. It's actually a great tactic, Josh, is to embarrass and humiliate. And um, my so my. My mother-in-law used to all the time, when are you having babies, grandchildren? And, and we would, Tom and I would go, but we don't know how babies are made. Why don't you tell us? And she's a conservative Catholic. She would not. I would be like, well, we've been doing it in the butt. Does that get you pregnant? Like just, I found that an answer that's so inappropriate genuinely, gen generally um, helps. I don't know. I'm just, I'm more antisocial the older I get. Don't ask me fucking questions. Don't ask me shit, right? All right. Uh, one more. Let's do one more. That's all we have for... Oh, what that's all we have. Okay. You know what we're going to do? Um, I'm so excited. We got a bunch. This is um, apropos our discussion about the... <laughs> and he loves apropos. it. He learned you this. Said, you said a new word today, too. What though. did in, I say? In the beginning. What was it? Drool or some shit? Dirtle? Oh, doldrums. Doldrums. What the fuck? Those are words. Too happy Those are in words. the Drums. But, no, but where is that from? Though? Who says that? Life's not too happy in the doldrums. Google that. I for, I forget. It's like a cartoon from like the 70s. Life's not too happy in the doldrums. It was a cartoon of like a guy who was bummed out and he would like slug downstairs the doldrums. Life gets better after 50. Hilarious. Now the doldrums. It's like being bummed out. Chad, go ahead. Give a definition for the doldrums. Isn't it like just uh, sort of like mu mundane, repetitive, yeah. just continuous, nonstop? Yeah. The doldrums. Yeah. Malaise. Uh, uh, malaise and ennui. Stagnation. Yeah. Inactivity. Ugh, and I hate inactivity and stagnation. I just hate it. I don't dwell. I don't do well. In those states, I don't do well with just repetitive nonsense. I need flavor. I need fun, which is why we're going to set up this next segment. We've finally done it. We've used, you know, we spent about $10 million on this set. So we have about $5 left over and we went out and we bought Doritos, nacho flavored Doritos with like bean dips and various dips. And we're going to taste them and tell you guys if it 
slaps, as the kids say, or not. Okay, well, let's break and we'll set it up. We'll come right back. All right, guys, here it is. I'm super stoked. I've got my barbecue lays. I've got Cool Ranch Doritos, nacho size Doritos, nacho size, nacho flavored Doritos. Yep. And then what is this nasty shit? Cheddar and... It's like, yeah, cheddar something. And sour cream. Cheddar, sour cream, ruffles. Nasty shit. And then along with it, so the Booth Boys also have these same things. We've got spinach dip, uh, smooth ranch dip, bean dip, and then disgusting queso that wasn't microwaved. And then fucking creamy jalapeno dip. Nar nar. All right. So somebody wrote in and said that what really fucks, how do we say it, Any? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, This is a measurement of fuckness. Fuckness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does the chip fuck? It might dip, but does it fuck? That's the real question. Does the chip dip and or Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, so my natural inclination, I'm going to try first the nacho dorit and the bean dip. My recommendation. That's yours? I promise you this will be the best combination on this table. Okay, now how did you come to this? Is this a college thing? My dad told me about it. I think my dad ate this in college or growing <laughs> up or something, and uh, it's good. Okay. First of all, I haven't had uh, I haven't had dorit in so long, and I haven't had bean dip out of the can in super long. So this is a real treat for me. Ugh, I, I can't even imagine how gross this is. Okay. No, that's good. That fucks. This fucks. I like this. Any, what say you? Mm, I think I need another one. It was kind of didn't taste like anything. You didn't taste anything? Yeah, just kind of whatever. Well, I think the bean dip kind of tastes like cardboard already. Yeah. It's cold. I feel like if we heated these up, or at least that one up, it might be a little better. Yeah. But I like the it. The flavors though. are there. The flavors are definitely there, and it has potential. And I I like it because it's, you know, Mexican flavor. Your standard Fritos bean dip. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah, this fucks. Yeah, this yeah, fucks. Solid fuck. Chad, does this fuck? I concur. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Solid fuck out of fuck. Fuck out of fuck. Yeah. The nacho cheese Dorito and the bean dip together. Next up, I've always wanted to try this, so I'm really excited. I'm going to do Cool Ranch dipped in actual ranch. Get the fuck out of here, man. Now, I've always wanted them to sell a bag of extra Cool Ranchy Ranch, but let's see. Okay. This I'm always wondering about because it sounds gnarly. What, does the ranch look like um just solid white or is there are there, are there like specks in it because we don't know which okay cool. oh sorry it's okay yeah it's white and then there's green specks in it okay but more white white yeah it looks like jizz with um jizz in it here we go white with jizz wow wow i'm excited by this I don't like it. Really? I, I think this might be my new white trash treat. It's just a more flavorful Cool Ranch. Well, which is what I yeah. wanted. I think I'm going in for seconds. Me too. <laughs> this is kind of my dream come true. I'm out. You're out? I'm out. Do you not like ranch to begin with? Yeah, I don't really like most white sauces, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And yeah. Chad, are you just not a ranch kind of guy? No, I like ranch. I put ranch on a lot of stuff being from the Midwest. But like, I like cool ranch. I like ranch together. It's too much ranch. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's I can't good. get enough of ranch. Yeah. Wow, I this fucks. So two for two. This does fuck. It's not a confirmed fuck, though. No, it's not. A, you're not it's a universal a, or yeah, whatever. You're not just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, as far as we're concerned. Okay. But I like this. I like where we're going. Okay, now what do we dip the barbecue in? The jalapeno? Mm. Spinach dip? Uh, uh, I, feel like it, I feel like we're getting away from the good stuff real quick. I know, because I'm not even going to touch this queso that's not been microwaved. I think that's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you on that. I couldn't find French onion dip at the store. I went oh, to HEB, looked everywhere, no French onion dip. Um, okay. Here's what I'm going to do. So maybe maybe that's a future episode. I'm going to go barbecue with creamy jalapeno. Okay. 
little spice, little little sweetness. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not Fine. sure. I'm following you. Oh, this could be a disaster. I'm not. Oh God. Okay, here we go. Creamy jalapeno and barbecue. Here we go. It's disgusting. Foul. I want to die. I don't like that at all. Oh, that's really bad. Fucking die. Oh, that's really bad. It tastes like socks. Fucking throw this off Ooh, into the wee. river. That was terrible. Yeah, the dip sucks. Yeah. I feel like if you go back to the Cool Ranch and you put that in the jalapeno, that might be good. But Well, hold on. Hold on. I don't want to give up on the barbecue because this is a real sweet chip. Ranch? You're thinking ranch? Yeah, barbecue with ranch. I mean, that kind of sounds right. right? Let's go there. Yeah. 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 It's acceptable. It's like a... It's like a chicken wing that you dip in ranch, kind of. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's not as good as the other, the first two. Yeah, I don't think it fucks. It fingers, or maybe it dry humps. That's fair, but it doesn't fuck. Huh? You know, I will say though. Yeah. It makes me kind of dig ranch. Really? Yeah, I fucking hate. I despise ranch, but barbecue with ranch. Wow. Not bad. This changed your mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it like. It's like on the way to fucking, you know? It's on the way yeah, to you're, fucking. you're rounding second base. You're, yeah. Yeah. I you're think we all they, agree, they though, them. that barbecue with jalapeno is a full-on virgin. <laughs> yeah. That shit's Mormon. All right. Know. I'm going to go with the ruffle. I do love these chips on their own. I think maybe ruffle with jalapeno? Ugh, I just hate that dip. I, it's really gonna, bad, but but you got to try everything at least Hold twice. on, hold on. I'm going to try the spinach dip with the ruffle. Ooh, that's probably good. Terrible. Garbage. I'm going <laughs> to die. That's terrible. Uh, this I'm going to go ahead and just take all words for it. I'm, I hate I'm just not going to do it. It's like eating a... That was a, puke. Yeah, yeah. That was just puke. Like It, it tastes like a dill... Ugh. It tastes like tartar sauce is what it tasted like. That was horrible. That was really bad. Okay, let's try it in and, the jalapeno. Ooh, but is that the dip again? It's the dip. The dip was terrible. Mm. Yeah. It's the H-E-B, though. It's H-E-B uh, brand. Okay, I'm going to try jalapeno with the ruffle. That's actually okay. I actually like that. Because it's like a spicy ruffle. That's kind of, it's like, it adds like a little kick to the ruffle. Yeah. I don't like it. I like it. I you think like that it? dip I'm is terrible. You. The dip is terrible. I don't hate the dip but any, with this. And he says, fucks, Zolo, no. Meh. Chad? No, I feel like this chip and the barbecue are more like standalone chips. They're not really yeah. fuckable chips. They're like wow. masturbatory chips. Wow. They don't need Should dip. we see if the ruffle fucks in ranch? <laughs> I feel like most things fuck in ranch. Everything fucks in ranch. I think that's what we've learned is that ranch is the, the chip slut that everybody gets a turn in. <laughs> I think it's French onion that is the move. Oh, French onion. Is the, is the definite. It's got fucking French in the name. It's callback. It has to fuck. That's good. Okay, so let's test this theory that that everything works in ranch. Let's try it because nacho cheese. Let's try it. Let's try the cheese Dorito. That's a fucking risk. Ready? I'm gonna <laughs> clean. Like on. Risk. I'm gonna clean my palate. Make sure I give it a fair shake. Okay, ready? Cheese, nacho cheese, Dorit, in the ranch. Now, this will either prove or disprove our theory that ranch enhances every chip flavor. Here we go. Here we go. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It's a no for me, dog. Wow. I'm out. Ranch is very complimentary. It doesn't... Wow, I liked it. It, it doesn't make them all better, but I think it works with all of them. I think it works. It's very non-offensive, which it, I think means that it doesn't necessarily fuck. It's not offensive, but it's not amazing. So right. so ranch makes love is what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> she makes eye contact and gives you loving kisses and looks at you in the face. Barbecue is ranch. 
Did we try the queso yet? With anything? I don't. I hate it. We did I barbecue with ranch. I've had real good queso, so I can't even fuck with that. Yeah, I feel like we could just stay away from that queso. I don't really want to try it. Okay, either. ranch with a barbecue chip. But we we tried. We that. did that. That was good. Mm -hmm. I said try that. Fuck. <laughs> try it again. Go for thirds. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Confirmed. It still fucks. What about Cool Ranch with the bean dip? Now we're talking. No. <laughs> Okay, here we go, guys. Ugh. So many flavors in my mouth right now. <laughs> like a, a chip orgy. The gang, a gangbang of chip. Ugh. Okay, here we go. This is so gross. Bean dip with Cool Ranch Dorit. I don't know. No. Yeah. No. It's not offensive. It's not horrible. But the nacho cheese is a lot better. It's can a bean dip can only be done with the nacho cheese three. I think so. Um, any? Yeah, it tastes like like two things that don't need to be together. Like it it doesn't. Yeah, it's not gross, but it's like, why did you do this? You know, why did you do this? Why, to me? You didn't need this. You need to do this. Chad, your Midwestern palate. I don't care for it. It's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't write home about it. That's for sure. Wow. Well, there you have it. I mean, so far the only universal fuck, right, is that we, we don't like, wait. It was no. nacho cheese and bean dip. Everyone agreed. That Everyone agrees that fucks. Real hard. Really hard. <laughs> fucks your mom. And then you and I are a fan of the ranch on ranch. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to keep that in the repertoire. That's going to be a too. lifelong habit. Yeah. We should add Cheetos with French onion. Cheetos. Why do we not have Cheetos, Why are you, bro? Now you bring this shit up? I mean... Bruh. All right. Next time around. Follow-up episode. I do feel sick, though, from eating all <laughs> these different flavors right before lunchtime. <laughs> I couldn't tell if we should have done this before lunch or after. A little appetizer. little mm -hmm. little hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. After I picked up, like, my sixth rant or chip filled with ranch, I'm like, man, we're doing this, huh? This yeah. <laughs> You're just going to do this? Gonna <laughs> okay. do this. Stomach's going to love this. It's so, it's so gnarly. I, I do think they should just make an extra Cool Ranch bag, an extra flavor, because I, <laughs> I get so upset when I see that some of these chips have a nice saturation of flavor, and then some others are just dry pussies. Like, look. I mean, this barely has any flavor on it, and then this is Flavor Town. Come on, what are you doing to me? You know what I, I don't know if we've already talked about it or not, but what I would probably try is like seasoning, you know, oh. to put it in the bag and then shake it up. Ooh, and then now you have yeah. like they sell season ranch chips. seasoning. I know. You, you could get that and just. I feel like that'd be a move. your chips in it. That'd Ugh. be a cool move. That we yeah. used to do that with like top ramen. Yeah. Used to break apart the ramen and put like fucking whatever the hell in there and just shake it all up. Eat it all day like a degenerate. Oh, you eat the ramen like raw? Raw, Like yeah. it's a chip? Like prison mm -hmm. food. Yeah, that's real prison-y, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I did that in elementary school. I don't know. Elementary. Did y'all have walking tacos in elementary school? What's walking that? tacos. You base it's like a bag of Fritos, and then they put like chili and nacho yes, cheese in it, and they shake it up and give you good. the bag. That's, that, that That was fucks. cafeteria food back in my day. Fritos. It was, yeah, a bag of Fritos, and then you buy the chili, and then you dump the can of chili. But that was like a whole lunch. That was our yeah. main, that was our yeah. entree. Your entree. <laughs> Yeah, so good. Bro, I could eat that for lunch in high school and then a box of sweet tarts right after in class and be completely fine. I used to only eat cookies every what do you day. Mean? Like at Just... the cafeteria. Because like you, you could you could only get one cookie, but I used to take other motherfuckers' lunch tickets and I'd sell them for like crackers or whatever. And I'd just keep going and get cookies. Not, what kind? Chocolate chip? Chocolate chip. The big ones. It had the, yeah. the giant, giant, I... chunky chocolate chip ones. <laughs> Every day, about. just cookies. Cookies. <laughs> 70 cookies. Ugh. I'm down. I do miss a public school burrito. Did you guys ever have those in California? Those were good. I know. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what happened? I you lost my mic. Easy, Zolo. <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> the, the LAUSD yes! bean and cheese yes! burritos. 
off the chain. The best. Why are they? And they're so awful. And you you can't find it anywhere. If you no. go and get a normal gas station burrito, no. it's never going to be as good. It's not as good as the LAUSD. I don't know what it is. We need to find out. If you're listening and you know the LA Unified School District's bean and, bean and cheese burrito secret, I haven't been able to replicate it, and I, you're right, I haven't found it since, and it, I just, it haunts me because it was so good. It was the best thing they had mm-hmm. all through school. Yeah. And they would give those little, like, taco sauce packets. Did yeah. you have those? And those were, like, actually really good, too. <laughs> it's so funny. My palate is such dog shit from, <laughs> from all that. Did you, ever, did you ever know the kids, when you grew up, that used to eat kibbles and bits? What? There were kids who used to eat dog food. Dog food? When I was growing up, there was kids that would eat kibbles and bits in, in a Ziploc bag. And they're just no. like, yeah, it's good. I swear to God. They I swear, were messing with you. No, all my life. It, it was real. It was real. I saw the kid pour the shit. Ugh. Are you sure it wasn't like puppy chow? That, that's the name of a treat that kids would bring. Mm, it was like the kibble, you know, like the fucking X's and O little kibbles and bits looking nasty ass. Hmm. It was dog food, bro. Kibbles I mean, and bits and bits and bits and my kibbles and bits. I've tried dog food. It's okay. You've tried dog food. Yeah, for a ring. I did it once on your mom's house. Um, this is back in the many, many moons ago. Um, it's okay. It's, not, it's, it's just not, neither here nor there. You can eat dog food. Is everything okay in there? Yeah, Zolo just hulked his microphone off the desk when he heard I, the word burrito. I, guess. <laughs> I love burritos. <laughs> and ripped it off. I can hold it. That's just not coming off. You guys, all good. it's all dark in there. <laughs> What's going on? We had to match you. You got your you got your goth room. Now we got the goth control room. I know. I love it. Goth boys. All right, I'm gonna go vomit. Um, <laughs> I have so many different flavors in my mouth right now. Are you guys? Ugh. ugh. Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go drink a gallon of water and um, pretend like this never happened. I love you guys. Um. As a person with a vagina, as a person of blonde hair color, that's not even blonde anymore, legally. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for watching the show. Uh, do you have any disgusting combinations you'd like us to try? We could do that. You know what we should do next is like how you do your ramen noodles because that is so particular to people, but I feel like there's a... I want I want you guys to try mine and see if you're down with it. It's disgusting what I like. Tell us. Would you? Okay. So this is my old school jams. Uh, it's not called Oriental flavor anymore. <laughs> I think it, it might still be called that. <laughs> That's the one I always get. It's the best flavor. Yeah. It's the best one. So Oriental flavors, and then you make it normal as you normally would. I put an, an egg in. So a whole egg, and then I put shaky cheese. Yeah, it's still called Oriental. <laughs> it's not racist if you're talking about noodles. It's not. People are not yeah. called that, but you can say that of an inanimate object. Okay. Um, and then I put shaky cheese, but craft shaky cheese. Why? Because it tastes good. Because it fucks. Mm. Well, what's your special way? We know you eat it just the raw. Do you ever make the soup? You, me like do I make the ramen? Yeah. Uh, no, not even. I mean, I make money now, so I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really need to make that shit. That's true. <laughs> One dollar fucking meal. I don't dance no more. You could crack an egg in it. That's that's, that's what I do. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Um, okay. Well, we could try our poor food treats next time. Um, all right, guys. I love you. Um, thank you for watching. Please subscribe to the show. Come see me do stand up comedy live. Send us your disgusting pairings. If you if you uh, have a suggestion, let us know. Um, where my mom's at at gmail.com. Our phone number, leave a voicemail, 213-375-5184. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at. Christina Peake.